Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Steve and I are coming at you from the Cleveland studio, one day removed from issues number one and two on the Ohio ballot, ballot both being approved. Um, and I was actually kind of surprised. I shouldn't have been, but they were getting a lot of national attention, too. I was watching MSNBC and CNN this morning, and the Ohio uh, issue one, which was the, in essence, a uh, guarantee that the Constitution would not be the state constitution would not be amended to add an abortion ban. Um, and issue two was legalization of adult cannabis, something I've been squawking about for a long time. Um, and it's finally here. So issue one passes, issue two passes. Um, the, a couple things. One, the number of people who were so passionate on either side of both these issues, especially issue one, it's over, folks. Whether you like it or not, you know, um, women are not going to let 1960s-like anti-abortion laws pass without a fight. And we talked about this a long time ago, and I said, I think this is going to, that issue, the issues like issue one were going to be nothing but damaging to the Republican cause. You showed me a series of tweets when we, uh, we were just having lunch, and it was literally a woman saying, we need to stand on our principles and not give in to this. And someone said, don't you like winning elections? She was like, yes, but I like sticking to my principles more. Okay. Well, I mean, I think, um, so, one, it's not over. Like, this election, right, is, and for right now, um, you know, issue one is ingrained, so they can't go and make an amendment, make any changes without, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, things that aren't going to happen, right? Um, but... Republicans aren't going to stop trying to get abortion banned. They believe that their religious beliefs outweigh the rights of individuals, and therefore they will continue to try to push this. They are zealots. Yeah. Right? That's the definition of zealotry, right? Like taking your religious beliefs and then imposing them on people um, through political means. And this is what they are, like, they, it, they've been trying to do it, right? They've been trying to get Roe versus Wade overturned for 40 years, right? So... Um, they finally got it, and they got pushback. They are completely stunned, right, which is the part that blows my mind, right? The people out there are just like, well, I don't understand how this could happen. There's so many of us. It's just like, like there's millions of us. Like, yeah, there, you're right. There are. But there's 170 million registered voters or uh, eligible voters in the United States, and right? And even if, there, even if there's 30 million of you, right, there's probably about 100 million people who don't agree with you. Right now, I, I don't know what those You're numbers, those numbers are, sure, but 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 it, it, listen, issue one passed by a relatively wide margin. I think it was like eleven or twelve points, right? Or, yeah, or maybe maybe was, fifteen by the time it was, like 15, it was done. Because yeah. once they got Cuyahoga County, Cuyahoga County was the last one. I had a friend who was texting me last night. She's like, oh, "Steve, it's getting close. Why'd they call it so early?" I was like, "Well, I mean, statistically and mathematics, like." This is what the gap is. Like, there's there's very little chance that this gap is going to close that much, right? And she was kind of sweating it out until about ten o'clock, and then she couldn't take the stress, so she just went to sleep, you know. But really, uh, yeah. I mean, and look, that's kind of what you're dealing with on the other side. You know, that's how desperate people are. 
uh, not desperate, I should, that's the wrong word, but passionate people are, you know, they're like, they're, you know, like she was genuinely concerned that it being called at nine o'clock was too early. Now, you know, if you had a situation like we had with Arizona and the election and it was a really, really close race and, you know, you're only, if it was only like a few points apart, right? Like right. if it was only like two or three points, then yeah, I could see having some reservation. But at that point it was a 12 or 13 point lead. Um, I think it got as low as maybe 11 points. And then it, like I know by the time it was all said and done, it was, it was about a 14, 15 point win, which is, that's a big, yeah, that's a wide margin in an election you had pretty decent voter turnout um in the state but i mean it it, w it was a resounding message i think to conservatives like look y you guys need to think about your platform right now they won't right or or and maybe they will and the, like i don't think they're going to change it what i think they'll do is clearly this isn't th this is not working for them so they will shift to woke ideology and you know we'll probably hear more and more about what's being taught in schools and critical race theory and you know trans stuff the, the, sorry but the one thing that keeps getting said and i've heard a few folks on you know national networks push back on it is republicans keep pushing the notion that the left wants legal abortion up until and even after birth no one wants that that's not a valid. I mean, it's complete horseshit. No one want. No one wants to carry a child for eight months and three weeks, and on a whim say, you know, I'm tired of this now. So I'm. Yeah, I mean, now look, there's there are, are there examples where there were very very late term abortions, sure, but those were very isolated circumstances where the life of the mother was in danger. Right. right? Like you're not going to find an example of some teeny bopper that just comes in, or you know, like they they love to use black people in these sort of instances so someone just comes in after eight and a half months and says i don't want the baby anymore take it out and the doctor says okay sure right like you just it doesn't happen it doesn't happen it's not real it's the boogeyman it's it's a you know red herring but i mean it's effective because frankly people are stupid right yeah mm -hmm. um and people aren't going to look beyond headlines and sound bites people aren't going to look into the issue other than through means that will, you know, confirm their bias and tell them what they want to hear. And so it's just easy to throw out there whatever it is you want to throw out there, especially on the conservative side, uh, and not get any sort of pushback and get support for it, you know, for that reason. So they can say things like, oh, they want, like, the thing that kills me is that I heard someone else say this, like, you know, the Democrats and the, and the, and the, the radical left, liberal left, whatever, uh, they want abortions after birth. I'm like, well, that's that's murder. Uh, nice. <laughs> that's not. Uh, I don't think that's how abortions work, bud. Once they're born, it's not an abortion anymore. And no, again, no one wants that, right? right? Now, I mean, if you want to point to a case where a mother has a baby, doesn't want the baby anymore, and then puts it in a trash can or, or drops it off at the uh, okay, all right, that's awful and everything, but that's again not this. Right? right. That's also a person who didn't go through any, di didn't have any sort of medical attention, help, support, whatever, and just tried to do it on their own, which, you, you know, that's a diff whole different sort of circumstances. And you look at that differently through the lens of the law than you do a medical pro professional right. performing a specific action. And, you know, I just do want to point out, though, that this, I don't believe that this is over. I think that conservatives, Republicans, whoever, 
will continue to try to figure out ways to circumvent this, right? You're going to have a team of lawyers who are going to look at issue one and figure out exactly how they can try to, uh, uh, you dance know, around it to either dance around it or use it to get something on the to get something on the ballot to have this to to, to bring this up again. Um, I don't see how they could, but they they may right, and I haven't really put the screws to it to try to figure it out. Um, you know, but when it does, I think they'll see no matter what they come up with because they will come up with something. I promise you, it's not it's not going to be tomorrow, right? right? But within the next year or two. Um, I suspect that there will be something new brewing. We'll start to hear about it. It'll take form. Whether it's worth a shit or not, who knows? But I could see four years from now something else being on the ballot to try to ban abortion, right? Using issue one as its base. So like, all right, if this, if issue one says this, then if we say it this way, we can get it through, and then that'll pass, right? Like, so I don't think by any stretch of the imagination we can say this is done, I think this this particular leg of the race is done, but you have to be like we you know some of the legal scholars that that support these issues and that support choice pro choice and everything else they have to continue to watch what's happening legislatively behind closed doors, seeing kind of what the undercurrent is at some of these different um, um, you know professional organizational conferences and meetings and hearing what the what the what the what the vibe is, um, because I just I think something else will come down the pike, and this this fight will continue. You know, I I I hate that this is bounced around the way it is from both sides. Anyone who says, you know, from conception after that it's murder, and you know, there's no exceptions in health and the mother. You know, I've heard stories that obviously I can't verify, but stories of women having non-viable fetuses in their body. They just need to get it out. I mean, I've, I've, I haven't experienced it, but people close to me, I have two people close to me who have been in that situation with non-viable fetuses in them recently who had to leave the state to go get it resolved. And, and, and it's because doctors are like, we're not sure what our legal standing Won't is. Won't touch it. Yep. Won't touch and, it. You know, and, I mean, and with the way that some of these rules were, were, were put into place, like that's the right call by them. You know, like they could lose their license, they could be arrested, they yep. could go to jail, um, and it's terrible. It's terrible that you put the doctors in that position. It's even worse that you put a woman in that position where she needs medical care, and you're saying, "Yeah, you could be." There's no reason why you can't get it here, other than we're saying that you can't. And so now you need to get on a plane or get in your car. You know, hope everything is okay with you medically. Go to a whole ass another state and have this dealt with there. Right. You know, hope you got the means to do it, and if not, good. We want you to suffer, basically. What 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 else could it be? I, I, it's yeah. When you draw that line in the sand and have no, whenever you do something with no exceptions, especially on this issue, you're gonna get people like me who raised Catholic. I mean, I, I've had a few girls I've been with miss periods and gone. I really don't want to have a kid right now, but hey, I did this and this happened, and now we'll see how it goes. Thankfully, uh, nothing came of it. But um, you know, I couldn't go through that in my in my personal life. Having said that, who the fuck am I to tell someone else? When you don't see when you see this as a purely black and white line in the sand issue, for, really on either side, I've got a problem with your logic because you're not. I mean, the problem is that the, I mean the other side is pro-choice, right? The other side is like, look, we like we don't really care what you do, Puritan woman. 
Right? right. If you want to carry non-viable fetuses all the way through term, then so be it. Don't make me do that, though. Right. You know, like that. I mean, like uh, the one. This is one where I think we're in a little bit like I, I, I think the examples of the a, a pro-choice person saying that they saying like going too far are like m- minuscule. Right, like there may be some crazy. There, there you I know, heard some people make some pretty wild. You know, person that says that the, you know a person should be able to have an abortion up to you know the Eight day months. the baby yep. the baby is born, right? Uh, okay, me. I mean, are those people out there? Sure, but I think there's so few of them, and no one takes those people seriously that um, I, I don't know if I can really count them. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe they exist. But I think the the extremism on this issue is coming from the right, and I think even the extremis- extremism that is um, that that it's that's cast upon the left, right, comes also comes from the right, right? It's- right? Like it's just their rhetoric that they make up, and then they say, yeah, see, they're they're doing this, right? And like, and then you're like, well, they never said that. They're, at no point did that ever. Was that ever said, or that? Right. Where are you seeing that written, or you know, like they're they, creating straw men, and then right. Know. I mean, and then the, you know, like their main source is what that Project Veritas, right? And that Peter O'Keefe, and that whole thing's gone to shit anyway because they got rid of Peter O'Keefe, and then they're trying to bring him back, and you know, they do those undercover stings where they, you know, they'll they'll get a person, like they'll take a person out on a date, right? right? Oh, they'll geez. record it, and then good. they'll they'll edit up the video to make it seem like the person says something crazy, or you know, you get a person on a date that's just running their mouth about something, um, you know, and it's just like, oh, well, it's firsthand from this guy who's been drinking all night and is trying to get laid. Like, <laughs> I mean, like that's if that's not ripe for bullshit, I don't know what is coming from every guy that's ever tried to get laid, right? While drinking, chances are you're going to say a lot of bullshit about whatever. Um, so I... I don't know. I, I think on this one, the extremism mostly comes from the right. You're not going to find nearly as many credible examples on the left. Um, and, and I think the, the, this one lies with your conservative. And it, it's a moralizing issue. I, I always view these folks as like, I want to show you that I'm on God's side. And I always like to think, God doesn't need your help. He can handle this just fine. I know I just gendered God, but... You know, people, there's a guy who I see all the time from this neighborhood, drives around, he rides a bike, carries a cross, and goes to the Planned Parenthood uh, site over one town over. A site that does not perform abortions. They're out in front protesting and harassing people going in. Oh, the guy who goes over in Rocky River on Center Ridge? Yes. (laughs) What's funny is, um, when I was going through my outpatient rehab for booze, he would be out there. Right? Okay. Like, I'd see him all the time. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, at first, I didn't know what he was out there. So I, one day I asked him, like, what, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know what they do here. And at first, I thought, like, I'm, you know, because I'm, listen, I'm going through rehab. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Right? Like, right. thinking that he's talking about drunks like me. And uh, and I couldn't figure out, like, what the fuck is your beef? Like, I'm trying to figure shit out. Like, why are you such an asshole? Right? And so, like, he kind of rambles on and his it's very incoherent, as you might. I'm not shocked. I've never spoken yeah. to the guy, but I've seen him a hundred times. And uh, then what I realized, he he said something for the babies, and I was like, wait, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, you th- you think 
you think that this is like an abortion clinic, right? Right. You know, and he's like, I don't think the Lord tells me so. Oh, great. I'm like, okay. I didn't know we had an inside source Yeah, here. yeah. I didn't realize it was a guy you were talking about. But yeah, I, I, and I told him, I was like, well, I think your source kind of got some information wrong. Like, they don't, they don't do that here. Right? And he's like, well, yeah, no, they do. The Lord tells me so. I'm like, okay, well, I've been in the building. Like, I'm here because I'm a drunk. And I am going through rehab. And that's what most of this building is. And I was like, there is a Planned Parenthood, but they do intake there. They do basic. Breast exams. Right. They do exams. They do, you know, STD testing. But there's, there's those service. They don't perform those services here. Like, the building, it's a building was built in like 1960 it is not set up for any much medical and they're not doing you know abortions there they don't even do they don't even i know for a fact they don't even hand out the pill there just because i did some other work after with with the planned parenthood but they don't do they don't do any of those types of services at that particular location right now you don't have to go far for to figure out where they do um but it's not there where that guy was standing and then he was really mad at me um and, like, he didn't hit me with this sign, but shooed me away with his cross. Okay. You know? And so I was like, all right, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> but, yeah. So we do have okay. inside. Yeah. yeah inside good. sources. Very good. That was a couple uh, years ago. No, I, I saw him on his bike just the other day, and I, I, I would put money, given that issue one just passed, that if we drove past that right now, there would be protesters outside that building. And, again... You're protesting a building that doesn't do the thing you're protesting. Right. You might as you might as well be standing on the random street corner that we have political yeah. rallies all the time. At least there, people will see you. Yeah, I mean, I and I guess my only beef. Or, or with, please don't, because yeah. fuck up my neighborhood. Right. My only beef with it is um, just knowing why I was there. You know, if you've got protesters on the outside standing in, and you're, you know, on yeah. the fence about trying to get your shit together, and then you see protesters standing outside, that could deter you. Um, and you know, I know that it was helpful for me, so I would hate for people to miss out on an opportunity to fix their shit because some fucking crazy dude is out there with the cross yelling at them because he thinks that they're doing abortions there. They think that he's yelling at people that are trying to get sober and you know, they drive off, you know, like that would be really unfortunate. That could be. And I, I imagine there's a lot of anxiety that goes into walking into those places because you're dealing with a lot of shit and, um, and having someone confronting you when you're already, even if it's not, I mean, no one's thinking you are, you are getting an abortion, <laughs> but, um, what was that terrible movie with Schwarzenegger? Um, where he was, where he was pregnant. Where he was pregnant. Yeah. Um, Oh God. You know what? I, I'm not going to put any mental power. It, it wasn't twins. That was the one he did with Danny DeVito. I feel like that was part of twins. Though. Was it? I, you know Twins what? was so bad. I only it was, saw. It was, I, I only saw. I was young, but I remember only seeing it once, and it was such a like. It pissed me off because I was such an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Obviously, um, well, I guess not obviously yeah, not if you don't know me. But I mean, I, like, I was a huge Schwarzenegger fan, and then just the idea that Danny DeVito would be related to it, like, I, I just it was so unappealing to me. But I'm almost positive part of that movie for some reason he I was don't, pregnant. I don't think it's the same movie because. I don't think... No, he's made more than one terrible movie, Steve. True. I watched Commando not that long ago, and that movie's... If that was trying to First be a comedy... First of all, Commando is amazing. <laughs> Commando is an amazing... We, we, it's we, amazingly bad. It's amazingly bad. Right, when just just the... When he goes to the island where... Uh, uh, 
Bennett. Ben, Bennett, yeah. I don't know why I wanted to call him Broderick, but <laughs> where Bennett is, like, he's in this plane, and all the shit that he takes with him, it's like, you can't, like, you, what do you do? You can't care. You're also... <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, we, we go on. I think we've done this before, actually. It's been a while. But Why is Bennett wearing a fishnet tank top? <laughs> like, you know what? I, all right, so I've done you know, this. How, this how will does be a good that make him? This, this will be a good segue. Like, who puts on that? And that was so big in the 80s and the 90s. Like, dudes wearing fishnet tank tops. Like, why did you guys think that that was tough? I, I didn't understand it then. Okay, I was never a fish I'm not saying guy. you, but I'm just saying, like, that generation, like, you look at Motley Crue and Gut, like, I don't understand. Like, and then those same people got so much beef with trans people now, right? Like, you got, you, what? Like, how the fuck are you sitting there listening to Motley Crue, right, <laughs> looking at the videos of of Tommy Lee with with better eye makeup right than any woman at the time, and you guys got beef for trans people. I don't get it. Th- this is going to be a good segue because we've had multiple conversations about where I watched a movie for the first time under the influence of cannabis, <laughs> and it's like I'm watching a whole different movie. Yeah. I'm watching Commando High. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to do this. I have not done it yet. I mean, but point, I, point Break I, was 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 a big one. That was a big one. Top that, Gun was a big one for me. <laughs> Like, going, how the fuck does Goose get a Polaroid camera into the cockpit of an F-16? Didn't click to me until I'm high going, how the fuck did Goose... And then, like, like, where did you put it? Where did you pull it from? Like, like they allow that shit. Like, right. the Navy doesn't have real strict rules, but what you put in a thing, it goes faster than sound. I also... Anyway, yes. Lots of questions. So, there. bringing us to issue two. Recreational marijuana is now legal in the... Well, has been passed to be legalized in the state of Ohio. Thank goodness. I've been so wrong about this for so long um and it's still not nationally fixed so you know i haven't i haven't you know i, I don't get to wave that flag yet but at like least when they when they do pass it you don't get to wave a flag because I every be waving a flag. because every time they bring it up you're like oh there's a bill i'm like jim jim right and you're just like well i think i'm like i, I don't even we, want to talk about we've it we've had that exact conversation multiple times but now it's legal in the state of ohio yeah so now when i go to michigan I can buy my stuff because it'll probably take me a year to figure out how to sort it out locally. But, I mean, realistically, I did that before it was passed and didn't have a whole lot of concerns. I did take some precautions of, like, hiding stuff and not consuming it and driving. But other than that, I really wasn't worried coming back from Michigan with the... Yeah, I mean, and I guess I, I my thing with you was, like, dude, I take weed with me on planes like throughout the country, right? Like I have a vape pen with me, edible, whatever in my bag. They like, I, I've, I got, I got stopped by TSA once and I was like, Oh, it's gotta be something weed related. Right. That's the only thing. I, there was nothing. I took my cigar lighters out. Not, there's no way I made sure I had all the right, uh, amounts in Just my, my uh, uh, toiletry yep. bag. And uh, I was like, the only thing it could be is somebody having an issue with, like, my pen or my edibles, right? It got to be the only thing. So they pulled me aside. You know, I knew it was coming. And they're like, this should be, yeah, it's my bad. Oh, is anything sharper? No, it's not. They go through, take the weed pen out, set it down. Take the, take the edibles out, set them down. Take uh, my, uh, my, like, calculator out, set, like, all that stuff out, right? And, like, don't say anything about that shit. But you know what I had in my bag? I'm- Go ahead. 
Nail clippers? No, it was a trigger for an AR-15. Oh, okay. So I had ordered a trigger, right, in the mail, and it came. It was It's a real nice trigger, three-pound pull, flat. It's beautiful. But I had got it. I had picked it up at my UPS mailbox, threw it in my work bag. Um, I think I pulled it out. Like, I was sitting in my truck. I was looking at it. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I pull it out, you know. Uh, out of the packaging, and then I just throw it back in my work bag without the envelope, and then like the next day it was flying out. We were uh, me, Nikki, and Josh were going to Vegas, and I had um, I throw those names out there like people know the right, I'm talking exactly. about, but whatever. Um, but I just I, for some reason I forgot to pull it out of my bag and throw it in the gun safe, so I pull it out, and then that's what they were looking at, which is the right yeah, thing, right absolutely. call. But they didn't know. They literally didn't know what it was because it was a full trigger drop-in trigger casing. So if you're not familiar with guns, you actually and it didn't look like a standard trigger for a gun, right? It's a flat face, so it doesn't so, have a trigger guard in the. It doesn't. Well, it does have a trigger guard, but it doesn't like. It, well, because it's just the trigger itself. It, no, there's no guard. Okay. Right. It's just the mechanism, and it doesn't like if you again if you're not familiar with what a trigger looks like outside of a gun, you don't realize it. So they couldn't figure out what it was. And they're like, is this some sort of tool? And I was like, yes. And they're like, okay, like, I don't see any sort of, you know, Bob, can you look at this? Like, the dude came over and, like, looked at it. And they're like, all right, it's fine. And then, like, oddly enough, coming back from Vegas, I kept it in that same bag. It didn't have any issue with it. Um, but then they just put all the shit back in, including the weed. Right, the pen, the edibles, all they put it right back in. Didn't even bat an eye. Didn't think about it. So to you, like I think you're you were going a little bit overboard, but they don't give no no, no one, one cares. No, you're right. You're no right. one cares. Like talking to the DEA guys, right? That I know, um, they're, they're like, look, we, it's we so far fish off to fry. our radar, right? Like now, if it's coming, if it's with other shit, right? If it's weed and meth and heroin and sure. all that other stuff, then okay, fine. Right, but like n- no one cares about the personal, and the only people who do care, right, are shitty cops in urban areas, right, who use it to hold up, who to hold up people, right. to hold up young black kids. That's literally the only people who still care. Uh, right? we, we've heard stories about like kid gets the hell beat out of him by a cop, and gets charged with you know I detected the smell of marijuana, so I confronted them, and then they beat the shit out of this kid. Yes. I mean, the one kid got his. I, I remember this one story from the serial podcast where a kid got his orbital bones yes. broken, and it was well. He had a he had a joint in his pocket. Like there was okay. a story not that long ago, and the kid was white. Okay, and he had weed on him, and the cop they beat the shit out of this kid. Broke literally broke his face, and it, it was just such an awful story, right? Like, and and because it was like the kids had done something they found you know like they found weed in the kid's pocket who knows when they found the right. weed in the kid's pocket but they beat the kid really 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 bad um i just uh, this is a long time coming in the state of ohio because they had already legalized it uh they decriminalized or uh, decriminalized it okay with the semantics but they it was legal to own, to get medical marijuana Correct. in Ohio. You had to jump through a lot of hoops to get it. You had to get a card. And there was some gray area in there because people were, you know, pulling up injuries from 30 years ago and saying that they were still bothering them and all that other stuff. And, you know, like that was kind of gray. But now they've 
you know, said, okay, I mean, you can do the whole medical thing if you want, but now it's recreational. So here's what it is. I think uh, adults can have up to six plants individually. A household can have up to 12 plants. Um, or I think it's maybe like six ounces or something like that, which six ounces is a lot of weed. Um, but you know, like it's, it's relatively open, right? Yeah. And, and so it's good. That's, that's a good thing. The next big step is federal. And I just don't know when we get there. Um, it's going to be, could it be something that Biden does if he, if he gets a sense that he's going out? Um, and not coming back into the White House, could he try to get something through? I don't think he wants to. I think uh, yeah, he's got the fuddy-duddy yeah, old white guy I, thing going I, exactly. on. Exactly. You know, which is which is why I said I think it's it'll be a while before we get it. And I could, I now I don't even know what the window or the time frame looks like for for national legalization. Um, Congress is just such a mess that it's not going to come from them, which is a fucking shame because it should. Right? Mm-hmm. How many sure. of these congressmen represent districts? Like any number, like somebody from, who represents Ohio, right, should bring this, right? Like who, like who, who's in our district? Who, who, who do we got? Who replaced Marsha Fudge? Chantel Brown, right? Like, bring it, yeah, right. Like, what, what are we doing, right? And get bipartisan support behind and do it in a real and a serious way. Um, and 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 I don't know. Maybe you got to wait till Mitch McConnell is 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 out. Um, and not your Senate Majority Leader, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, or, I, don't, or, I know. Well, no. Who? Who's it? Oh, it's Chuck. It's uh, or Schumer. Yeah, or Chuck like Schumer. One of the both. Wait till the vampires are out. <laughs> um, you know, Mitch. Mitch seems like he's not long for the Senate or the planet Earth, uh, as he keeps pausing. Yeah, he's um, he's looking rough. Um, and he's been like McConnell's looked rough for a while. Um, I know he had some stuff, he had some real bad bruising and stuff going on with his hands a couple years back, like during COVID, and then now he's had these incidents where he's pausing and all that stuff. But my point is, like, we got to get rid of the old guard before I, th- before I feel comfortable having the conversation that you want to have about national legalization. As long as you've got Chuck Schumer, as long as you've got Mitch McConnell, as long as you've got Joe oh, Biden. throw Biden in there too. And, and that, that ilk of you know that th- those people who were like literally in their teens watching uh 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 reefer madness <laughs> um you got to get rid of them right cuz they've clearly shown they don't have any desire to be a part of that right which is crazy because Mitch McConnell jumped through a lot of hoops to get hemp legalized correct right why because his state grows a lot of hemp and yes <laughs> right but then but he won't like he you know and and they played fast and loose with that, right? So anything that came from medical from industrial hemp was now legal. And then folks found ways to say, "Well, this came from industrial hemp. Well, we just uh, get a different form of THC out of it." So here's your delta eight. Here's your delta eight. Go nuts! And I proved the hard way that that stuff still works. Um, uh, it can be hit or miss, but boy, no, my, sometimes when it hits, whew. And, and you know, that, and that's to a bigger point though. It's also, that Delta 8 stuff was, as far as I know, completely unregulated. One thing you have to say about states like Michigan that have legal recreational weed, everything gets tested. You know the quantities you're taking. When you take an edible from... Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to say that. Do you care about all that, though? Yeah. Do you? I do. How long have we were people buying weed off a dude on the street? 
I think exactly, and they were sometimes yeah, getting I fucked mean, up because like, of it. Yeah, at least with all that other stuff. But like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I look on the back of those packages and I see all that stuff of the testing, and I, I, I pretend like I care. Like I, know, I don't know what any of that means. Okay, now I, you're well, a chemical engineer, but I okay, but I, I don't. At the end of the day, I look for how much THC is in this shit. How high am I going to get? Yeah. Right. Like, in, in, now I that, do that's what I'm doing too. I'm I take to... that into account because. Typically, like, my main time of consumption is at night, about an hour before bed, right? Which is when you get some texts from me. I was going to say, I know exactly when your edibles <laughs> kick in, because I'll get a text of Bruce Lee getting undressed to, or get, taking his shirt off to fight Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, with the soundtrack being Careless Whisper, which I have still not forgiven you for. I don't want you to, <laughs> okay, because okay. it's amazing. <laughs> um, to all those listening who just... Quit listening to us for good. I, I don't blame you. So hopefully you're still around. Uh, but I, I mean, like, so I now I do need to know that to a degree because, again, I can't like take it too late and end up like still crushed when I wake up if I have to wake up early. Uh, but other than that, man, I, I, I don't like I'm yeah, I want it pure. I don't please don't lace it with formaldehyde or fentanyl or whatever. Right. Um, but and it's important that we have quality control. I'm not dismissing that. But the way people talk about it, it's like, dude, you're not like no one is reading that. Other than you, again, you're an outlier because you're a chemical engineer and in that's the pharma, your, in, in the, the pharma, pharma industry. industry that's yeah. your world, okay. But if I'm talking to 99.9 percent of the rest of the people I know, who none of them are what you are, they don't. They, right. they no, don't. I, you're right. But I feel much better taking something that I knew came out of a commercially manufactured facility versus. Some do, I mean, all right, I made brownies at one time. <laughs> and you did. And they were potent, but I really had no idea what the potency was. No. And no. I didn't you house a whole one? I did. And you ended up in a different plane of existence. Different dimension. Okay. And, but, and this is someone who but in theory is that, was, was, doing. that was a lot of my fault because it was entirely your fault. <laughs> I didn't take into account what type of brownies. I just thought they were regular brownies. I think I smelled the weed and figured, oh, they probably aren't that strong. And I did not stop to like confer with you on what was happening. Right. And and then But even you then, know, I, I, was, I was guesstimating. I was like talking to black Jesus. <laughs> um but, yeah, so I, but, I mean, anyway. like, yes, for those reasons, like my cousin, my niece did that to me too, Maya. Oh, geez, I remember um, the story too. Was it a I had the no 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 no. She brought me. She had made brownies, and when she we had moved her into that apartment, and to thank it, she had brought me a brownie. Didn't tell me the potency. I ate again like half of it, and had to like call off work the next day because I took it before I went to bed, and I woke up and I was like still not in a good place. Okay. <laughs> um. Actually, when I woke up, I was fine, but it, I was so bad. Like I, it was one of those things where I had to go to bed because that was the only thing that felt safe. And then when I got in bed, the bed was literally spinning. Um, so I guess I just talked myself into better quality control for cannabis. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like so it, it's good. It's important. But at the end of the day, I don't care. Just make sure it's it's clean and um, Get you it out. does what mm-hmm. I want it to do. Yep. And I can sleep at night. That's yep. what I need. Yeah, I hear you. But anyway, it passed again convincingly. I think, you know, uh, roughly 60, 40, maybe. Maybe it was more like 55. Why aren't we high right now? Shouldn't we be high to celebrate? You know what? I, this show brought to you by Steve and Jim. High as fuck. No, you know, I, well, I, 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 I was thinking about it. Um, 
I off, I, I, this is bringing back another memory too. I offered to bring a pre-roll that I got from a Michigan dispensary. Mm. And this, my Facebook flashback came. Do you remember we were at the bar we just had lunch at? Mm-hmm. And some we're sitting there like, someone fucking reeks of weed. And this dude gets up, walks away, the smell goes away, he comes back. And then oh, the dude to, from Colorado? The guy from Colorado who's yeah. the, the, the cannabis church guy who told us he flew from Denver to Cleveland with five pounds of weed in his carry-on bag. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't I, know if he was telling the truth. I have no idea if he was telling the truth. I don't... Like, I... But he, was, smelled, he smelled like he would. Right. Like, there was a lot... I had a lot of questions about him before we even got to that part. His whole thing of why he was here felt odd. And I don't... Not that I didn't believe him, but, man, the whole conversation just generated a lot of questions. Right. right? That was, by the way, four years ago today. Because Crazy. it popped up in my Facebook Crazy. Uh, four um, years ago. But, yeah, so issue two passes. Uh, I think... Uh, well, I will say good job, Ohio. Um, Ohio is a red state, um, you know, conservative right. in some parts, but I don't even know if Ohio is actually truly a conservative state. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, you got a lot of Trump voters, but I think those people, you got a lot of people who are Trump voters. Um, and I think this goes for the party in general. I don't think that they really, you, you do have true believers, right? Like, and there's more true believers than I think. I would care to admit, or that's good, but they, you do have some true believers that, when I say true believers that believe Trump may have been sent by God sort of deal. Oh, yeah, right? they, they exist. And that's scary. But I also think that you got a lot of people out there who just like the fact that Trump kind of gives a middle finger to everybody on the left and to establishment and sure. all that other stuff. They don't necessarily... You know, like, they don't talk about the policies. They don't give a fuck about the policies. They even maybe know that a lot of the policies are trash. They know that Trump is bullshit, but they just like the fact that he pisses off the left. He pisses off Democrats. He pisses off the woke people. They hate the woke. Right? He's not politically correct. He says the things I'd love to be able to say. Like, it's just like, oh, I could sit down and have a beer with him. Like, for so many reasons you couldn't. Right? Like, that man doesn't want to even touch you. You shake his hand. He immediately uses hand sanitizer because you disgust him. But, okay, sure, you, you think you can have a beer with him. Like, the guy literally shits on a gold toilet and has his name written on a plane. But, again, you think he's relatable because he talks and rambles like a psychopath about nonsensical stuff and says, you know, hey, woke is bad or whatever. Right. Um, and I think there's a lot of people who just buy into that concept but then when they're faced with issues like issue one, right, if you're, you know, a 35, 40, 45-something woman, right, who's made it up the ranks in the career world or whatever, and you don't want that derailed by pregnancy or you've had a – or whatever your attachment to this is. Right. You may not openly talk about abortion in your little MAGA click. But I guarantee you there are a lot of people in that MAGA clique and that MAGA group, women who post all sorts of nonsensical shit, that when they got in a booth by themselves, they said, yes, on issue one. I'm sure you're right. I wanted to say this earlier. If I already did, I apologize. But we've said a hundred times the Democrats fuck themselves with how they handle issues related to guns. Yes. I think this is issue one. This is the same thing. Yes. Okay. This is the same I, thing for, for conservatives, right? Yes. Because it's like, it's like, look, it's an issue that is killing you at the polls. Yes. Right? And I get your uh, um, attachment to this, whether it's it's moral, religious, whatever. But ultimately, even and I say this about Democrats too, like if you, if eventually, like in order to impose your will, 
right? Like if, if I'm if I, relating it to sports, cause that's what I know best, right? If, if, if I want to, if I want to beat the other team, I still got to play within the rules as they are. And then I can reset those rules, right? I can play by my terms once I'm established in the game, but you can't, right. you can't be on the outside looking in and say, well, I'm just going to change it. Cause I don't like it. If you ain't got the numbers and no one else is supporting it, you're not going to be able to change shit. If you can't get people into office, Right, right. Then you're not going to have the impact that you want to have just because President, because Donald Trump can throw a big fucking rally, right? That's not what changes laws. Sorry, you still. And this is what I say to Democrats all the time. You can talk about all the protests and your Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff, and yeah, it gets a lot of media attention. But ultimately, that's not what changes law. What the laws change in the courtroom. The laws change on the congressional floors of the Senate and the Congress. You got to get people in those rooms who have the ability to affect that change, right? And, and trying to do that and trying to get into those rooms using piss and vinegar and everything else, not nice because you feel that you should be able to say what the fuck you want and still get the votes that you need. That is not how the fuck this game is played. And you are learning, Democrats learn that the heart with, with all the defund the police and Black Lives Matter, you went through that whole thing, right? Now, fortunately... In this particular instance, that MAGA, Trump, and everybody else was so fucking bad that you ended up not getting the bloodbath that you probably should have gotten. But you're talking on the 2022 elections. Or? Yeah, I'm talking okay. about the, you know 2020 okay. and 2022, right? Okay, sure. But you know, like here's an instance where, like, in one of the things that kills Democrats is guns, right? And I've said it time and time again. All Democrats have to do they flip their stance on guns. They never lose another fucking election. Right. Republicans, you flip your stance on abortion. You don't even have to flip it. You just say, look, we're pro-choice. All right. We don't believe in it. We're not going to do it. But we can't impose our will upon you. Right. And, and if, if the Democrats just took that, that same stance with guns, I don't like guns. I think they're scary. I think AR-15. Right. Like, and we've right. been through the whole thing about the comparison of AR-15 and di- different types of rifles that look less scary but have the same sort of impact. Like, you can, you can, you can not like them. You can have your opinion on them. But ultimately, then if you don't want them, you don't have them. But you're not going to stop me from having them, right? Right. Same thing with abortion. You don't like them, don't have them. But don't stop somebody else because of your shit. And back to it being a losing thing for them, I think a lot of younger women who would typically vote conservative, and I know a few personally, that was an issue that they never thought would get taken away from them. Trump, every time I've heard him speak recently, one of the things he brags about is, I got rid of Roe v. Wade. They tried for 25 years to do it and couldn't, and I got it done. You're bragging about that. Good for you. It makes it makes your rallies great. But now what I will they, say is what Democrats did do, especially here in Ohio, they did it right. They just they just let Republicans hang themselves. There was there was no major media the media push here in Ohio on issue one was just like, hey, what they're saying isn't accurate. This is what it is. Here you yeah. go. This is what it is. Right? Those guys, they're saying crazy shit. This is all it is. Right? This is what we're saying. Right? We're not gonna force you to we're not gonna force we're not gonna get you pregnant and then force you to have an abortion because they were damn close. Like DeWine was damn near saying it, right? With some of the shit that he hint like the Governor DeWine, who I gave a lot of good marks for his response to COVID, um, has in my book has kind of gone the wrong direction. Uh, and you know, maybe it's true colors or it's what he always was. But I, what I can say is that he, I thought he handled COVID well here in Ohio. 
Um, but what I can say is a lot of what I've seen from him after has been very, um, you know, back to the party, back to the base, and I'm going to do, you know, whatever makes the conservative Republicans happy. Okay, fine. That's, that's your party. Do your thing. Um, but, you know, him and his wife had a commercial talking about, you know, people having abortions up until the day of birth and, like, just spreading all the, like, right. they were blatant lies, right? Just blatant. And the Democrats did it great. They just, they went through and said, that ain't true, that ain't true, that ain't true. Here's the document. This is what it is. Like, don't let, these people are crazy. I don't know what to tell you. Right? And it was... It was I, did, the, I didn't see that commercial. Well, I mean... Well, well someone told me it looked like his wife was was a, reading a hostage note. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, his wife was just like sitting there like, it, it was crazy. Um, but I thought the Democrats played this well. They, they, they kept it simple. They kept it straight. And it was the right message for this particular issue. Um, and now they need to... Sh- start to think about how to string that together. If if we have to be stuck with Joe Biden, then they need to figure out how the messaging will work um, to make sure that they can keep him in office. Now, their argument is like, look, what we did last time worked. Um, in 2020, he's president. Um, and he could be facing the same opponent. So we got this. And the, a lot of that is right. But listen, the... It was still close. Yes. Uh, A lot of your swing states are polling stronger to Trump. I don't trust these polls nearly as much because I I just think that there's too much bias and it's hard to figure out which ones are are which. But they can't rest on their hands because of yesterday. Right? Like they can't take the election results from yesterday and say everything is going our way. We're good. Like they have to figure out a way to, to really start to ramp things up. But not fucking up, and I, you know, I, I don't know a single Democrat that I've spoken to that is encouraged or is excited about Biden running again. I mean, my mom is as left wing as they get, and she said to me a year and change ago, like this guy, you know, a lot of people are saying we're happy with what's gone on under your administration. Good job, Joe. You're you're not the firebrand that Trump is. Obviously, you're not. You know, the the face of everything that happens under your administration, which is how the job is supposed to be. It shouldn't be all about me, 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 but we've had four years of a guy who, like you said, shits on a golden toilet and has his name slapped on everything. Um, but yeah, Biden has shown some severe cognitive decline. It, 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 that doesn't get better. Um, and there are people now talking about challenging him. Um, one of them is that Minnesota congressman whose name I fucking forgot already, Dean Phillips, I believe. I believe. But he was, he was Bill Maher's guest. This week, and the fact that I watched him, and you know, guy seems logical, guy seems reasonable, and I had already forgotten his name by the time we got to do our show. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes, right? Like, we'll see if um, are there serious challenges that are brought. You know, does he actually right. have to face someone in a primary? I think we could talk about it then, um, but it's hard for me to really dig into him being primaried until there's an actual, an actual challenger, <laughs> an actual challenger, right? Like you've got the guy from Minnesota, but you know, the democratic party, the DNC, they're going to do whatever they can do to protect Biden. Uh, it seems. So I don't feel like this guy is going to get a fair shot, whether he should or not. I don't know, but uh, they're not going to let it happen. Right. But, but do, you, do you agree though, that a lot of folks on the left are saying, Great job, Joe. We're glad you were there, but you need to hang it up. I know it doesn't. 
No, it doesn't. Right? Like so, I like, and that's his ego. That's, that's his ego playing in, right? I mean, uh, well, yeah. I mean, now it doesn't have to be because the DNC could say, yeah, yeah, you guys are right. We should uh, we should probably mix this up a little bit. Like, appreciate you, Joe. You, you, you know, you kind of help to stabilize things somewhat, even though we're on the brink of World War Three. Israel is at war with Palestine and maybe all the Middle East. Russia is doing whatever the fuck they want with Ukraine right now, which is a train wreck. Um, we're not sure what North Korea is going to do, and the whole thing with China and Taiwan is about to blow. Interest rates, are great. <laughs> interest rates are through the roof, and, you know, we've got maybe a possible civil war brewing on the ground here, but you have done a bang-up job um, to this point. This cheerful thought brought to you by... No, I mean, nothing you said is wrong. Like, uh, well, I, I mean, I it's just the like, reality. I, I mean, it's yeah. just like, look, he's done a lot of good things, but let's not poo-poo the situation. We are in a fucking shitstorm. Oh, absolutely. That you can't blame on Trump, right? Like, some of it, maybe, well, that I'm sure Trump's fingerprints are somewhere not, in there. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. But, but a lot of the shit... And it's not necessarily Biden's fault either. Like, Hamas deciding that they were going to go in and start killing Israelis, that's not on Biden. But it happened on his watch, and now he's yeah. in a situation where there are people who are like, hey, we voted for you, but now you're supporting Israel, who are slaughtering my family and my cousins, and now I can't support you. That's, that's going to be... Right? I, mean, I thought Biden did a good job of, you know, when, when he spoke after the uh, October 7th attacks, I thought Biden did a great job. But at the same time, there's no, there's no right... There's no right or wrong, but that's just the reality that we're facing. The whole situation with Ukraine, you shovel billions of dollars over there, um, and that war's still going on. It's long. We all... I mean, you and I agree that Russia needs to be beaten and beaten back, but what is going on? Like, we're sending... Like, we're... Now we're sending them, on average, feels like a billion dollars a month, if not more, um, and that's not just straight cash, homie, right? It's right. weapons, it's training, it's it's... Uh, supplies and support and everything else, but still, we're sending a lot over there. Now, Israel needs shit. Do we have it to send to them? Also, is that the right play? How much of your base are you losing through, you know, support of Israel and not, you know, pushing harder for a ceasefire sooner? Um, like, it is a messy situation, and there's plenty to look at and start to kind of grade him on and just like, how is he doing? Right, because he did do some good things with the infrastructure bill and and getting some, you know, like getting some things moving to kind of get the economy back, moving the right direction, and, and we're slowly starting to see a pullback on those those uh, 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 interest rates and inflation numbers. But I'm not just saying he's done this great job and he should definitely automatically be the president again in the next four years. No, I and I completely agree with you. Right. I, but again, I don't even know a single a single person who is typically a Democratic voter that is encouraged or excited about Biden. And then ask the question, who do you want? No one has an answer. And that you can put me in that category. I mean, I don't have, I do have a few people I'd like to explore more, but there's really no option being put out there. And that's why Dean Phillips is... is yeah, and my issue is viability, right? With the candidate. Like, I, 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 you know, people look at Gavin Newsom, I'm like, he's not viable. Gavin Newsom will get destroyed against anybody on the right because I, I don't I don't agree with that. Fine, I just, right. I'll take my record of this shit than over yours. He will get destroyed. Sorry. Well, you're doing that based on the him notion. being being him his record of governor will be plastered everywhere. 
and they all they will do is show pictures of homeless people shitting on the street in San Francisco. Um, uh, uh, just pull anybody's taxes from California on what they're fucking paying, right? And then you mix that with some of the weird shit that's gone on with him and the women that he's dated and been involved with, right? It's the perfect mix of policy, money, and drama that will have that guy, he, he would get whitewashed, right? I know he's got the look and everybody thinks it's great, but I'm telling you, they would drag him into the mud and he don't stand a chance in hell. That's why he's not actually being one of the people that's challenging because someone got to him and said, no, Gavin, you stay your punk ass right here in California. Well, I mean, nothing you said is wrong in terms of they'll drag him like that. The reason I don't think he's dead on the water is because if he's running against Trump, the, the people who will see that stuff and go, look what these liberals are doing to destroy cities, people will push back just as hard the other way and say, why did, why, why? Why? And I'm going to put you in this category. All right. But why did you motherfuckers shove Joe Biden down my throat in 2020? Because he could win. Why could he win? Because he wasn't Trump. <laughs> he was lucky. No, he was no, likable. No. Remember, there were 40 other people who weren't Trump. Why was it him over everyone estab- else? His establishment. Right? But, oh, cause, right, because he was an establishment guy, works, so he reaches across the aisle, right? He's wor- he, 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 Gavin Newsom isn't any of those things. Gavin Newsom has no track record of being what we said we had to have when we got Joe Biden, right? He's he's not that. He's the opposite of that, right? Now he's not as extreme on the left, right, as as Trump and MAGA and everybody else over there is, but he he's not that, and he's not a very seasoned politician, right? He's a Hollywood, he's a Reagan politician at best. Right, and I don't think we want to do that again. Just with it, with a Democrat, like I, I, I don't think that that guy does nearly the numbers that everyone thinks that he would do in this race. I think he gets he gets his fucking dick dragged through the mud, and we end up in that's Trump wins by a landslide. You put that guy in there. The only okay. thing that could save you is if Trump gets thrown in jail, which <laughs> very well could happen. Um, well, not on this. Well, not on what? He's currently not, in court because of a, of well, a not, civil... Not, not while... I mean, the current case is yes that he just testified for him and Ivanka is civil. Right. And the case has already been decided. This is all just to figure out what the kind of... How much money is going to What the impact him. is going to be. Yeah. Um. No, I. but he's got yes, other indictments. He's got, he could three other, he's got three other indictments in, in three other states. Two and, of them are federal. Yep. Um, 91 counts. And... That's our president, our former president. Um, yeah, and so but Trump in court is doing exactly what we all, I think we all knew he would do, and that is acting like he's on a campaign rally and just being... Well, I think there's more to it than that, right? I think they know that they're in a bad spot in this case. And I think Trump's thought process is here, is to try to pull out of the judge all that like anger and disdain and bias, right? Like, so he feels, and you know, the ju- like now what's killing the judge, well, let me go through this. Trump feels, and he's probably right, that the judge doesn't like him, has a bias against him. So Trump's play is, I'm gonna do everything I can in that courtroom to get this person, right? Just to, to, to go off the rails and give me something that I can appeal Right when this decision all goes down, to show the bias and actually win on, 
right? Like, so he's willing to risk aggravating the judge, pissing the judge off, um, having a worse sentence because he feels like if he can get that judge to react and do something that just mm, doesn't sit right on the bench that, that gets the judge's hand slapped, they can take that, use that on appeal to get it overturned and, you know, go from there, right? I think that's the play, why he would, but the judge was smart uh, and they were able to kind of, you know, keep their shit, hold their mud, as uh, one of my coaches used to say, uh, to keep guys from jumping off sides. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's the, kind of a, their last resort. Uh, it's definitely their last resort. They don't have much else. Like I said, the case has already been decided against them. This is more just, all right, you know, what's the penalty going to be? Um, and I think that they're trying to get something appealable because they think the penalty is going to be you're going to likely lose your ability to do business in New York. And while they don't do great business in New York, these deals are bad deals and, and they survive off of just loopholes and smoke and mirrors. Um, as an organization, they, they can't lose that stronghold in New York. So they're, they're I think, going to extremes to try to try to try to save it. Um, as for why he's under indictment, I think it's interesting, right, how conservatives are really trying to sweep this under the rug. They're like, there was no victim. It's, how is that even a crime to falsify your, your net worth and falsify, like, the value of assets? It's not that big of a deal. They paid the loans back. Like, the only reason they got the loans is because they falsified the information, and that's fucking fraud. It's basic, right? Like, you know, you got, like, where they got Ivanka today was, can you read this document, right? And she's like, okay. So she reads it, right? And what the document said was, like, oh, Ivanka, you know, based off of the materials that you submitted, we would be happy to work with you on getting a loan, right? And she's just, and so she reads it, and they're like, do you, and she's like, yeah, I remember that. And they're like, okay. So that letter was based off of this loan application. This loan application, you evaluated these assets at X. They're only worth this. Right, you said that this the opex were this, but they were actually this. They were much higher, right? Like so, the value of that particular asset that you're using that you're trying to get a loan on is not what you presented. So the question is, if you actually use the true value of the asset, do you still get the loan at those same terms at those same rate? And because everyone's saying, well, they were able to pay it back. They were able to pay it back because did they get a favorable interest rate because of the overinflated value? Like these are sort of these are the sort of things that fucking matter. Just because you don't want them to matter because it's your guy who did it and is going down for it doesn't change the fact that it's still the law. Right? And this idea that, oh well, they're just going after Trump because it's Trump and he's so great. No, he is committing, he is showing you how he's been commit committing fraud for a long time that a lot of people have gone to jail for. Not just him. Just because you don't know and you don't pay attention and you don't have the you don't have fucking two pieces of rice to rub together for a brain doesn't make it untrue that this is a crime that he has committed, right? And you're, fortunately for you guys, like this, or him and everybody else, this is civil, but th there are criminal elements to this as well that could, that likely will come back to bite him. So, I, you know. So you, you said a minute ago that, that the judge probably is biased against him, and I agree with you. Yes. I think it's, and the, the analogy I've been giving well, to people. The, here, and here's why I'll say it. The judge's wife is like live tweeting at home 
during this and saying some not pleasant things about Trump, and that that's a bad look. That's a terrible look, right? Like, what did we say about Ginny Thomas? Exactly, right? Ginny Thomas, uh, 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 what's the uh, Thurman Th- Clarence Clarence Thomas's wife? <laughs> Thurman Thomas's wife. Right. Nice woman. I've met her. Clarence Thomas's wife. You know all the shit she did around January sixth, and uh, you know prior to leading up. It, people want her investigated because of uh, like her, her trying to sure. manipulate the situation. You get now you've got this judge. It's not the same. It's nearly not the same. Not e- or not even close to the same. Uh, this woman just live tweeting that she doesn't, you know, basically hates Trump and right. blah blah blah. But it's still a bad look that the judge needs to get a hold of. Like, hey, fuck you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, give me your phone for the rest of this fucking trial, you dipshit. Stop. You know, I mean, like those, that that's the sort of conversation that likely needs to happen. Now, no husband should talk to his wife like that, fear of being stabbed. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Um, and But what I was going to say is the bias here may be real, but the analogy I've been using is if you drive 40 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone right by a police station, probably nothing's going to happen to you. If you or Blair and fuck the police and have, you know, double, double, double middle fingers out the window driving 40 miles an hour. Some of you go, you know what? This guy's being an asshole. Would we normally pull over for five over the speed limit? No. no. But fuck this guy. We're doing it. And you know what? The law's on our side. Yep. Trump has been bragging about fucking with the rules since I've known who the guy was in my teens. Yep. And now... Chickens are coming home to roost. Now it's like, well, you've you've been it's, giving it's, us the finger for look, so long. It's just like the argument we you know, people say, I don't understand how Trump lost. You know, there's eighty million of us that voted for him. Right. All right. Well, you know, the only problem is is that you got hundred and eighty or or two hundred million eligible registered voters in the United States, right? Which means yeah. that if 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 eighty million voted for Trump and you've got 170, even if you've got 170 registered, 170 million registered voters, then that's that 90 million, that yeah. 90 million people didn't like him. Right? Yeah. That, you know, like for every, you know, for you had that many, that many people plus some who didn't vote for him, right? And if you take that fact, right, that you've got all these people who did, which means you, if you can get that many people to like you, you can get that many plus people to dislike you. And the way he talks about, oh, well, uh, you know what? DOJ didn't do what I wanted them to do in this particular... Fuck them. You know, oh, sure. the, the Attorney General of New York said something I didn't like. Fuck her. Fuck the law. Fuck everybody who doesn't like Trump. If you don't kiss my balls the way I want you to, then fuck you. I'm going to try to hurt you. I'm going to tell you. I'm coming after you, and you're stuck, and you're racist, and blah, blah, blah. Nobody like Whatever. You can only do that shit for so long, and then you start to feel the wrath. And you say, that's not fair. I don't like it. Guess what? No one gives a fuck. Evidenced by the fact why he's got four indictments across the fucking country. Yeah. Right? And guess what? He, he If he goes down through the... Like, this one this one is just the tip of the iceberg. This isn't even criminal. This isn't even about him going to jail, folks. Right. The and people down in Georgia are not... Like, they don't give a fuck about MAGA, all that other stuff. They It was cool, right? When it was before it became... Before he came into their state and started to fuck with them. Then all of a sudden... Then they got serious, and all that MAGA bullshit went right out the window. And their their that whole state is short of Marjorie Taylor Greene is now gunning for him. I would say Herschel Walker, but Herschel Walker doesn't even live in Georgia; he lives in Texas. Correct. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that yeah, out there. Fair. Um, and also, George uh, Herschel Walker is observedly stupid. <laughs> to quote one Dave Chappelle, I can't miss a chance to get that in there. All right, want to wrap this up? Wrap it up. We are at Whiskey Congress on. 
Instagram, X, and Threads. Thanks for listening. We're done.